Hello world, this is Evan Yearwood. Welcome to the EYE Experience Podcast. I am super excited again, of course, always. Why not be excited? Why not declare it? Even if you're not excited, put yourself in that position, in that direction. Today, I am going to be talking about the X factor, confidence. The difference between somebody like a Jay-Z who has supreme confidence in himself and many, many, many other people who don't make it to the point that he's at, right? And not just him as an example, but, you know, all the people that we see manifest greatness, like Mike Tyson, like Tiger Woods, people that just have a tremendous uh, amount of confidence and belief in themselves, even in spite of an environment or even other people that are saying the exact opposite. So I want to talk about that X factor and what I personally believe um, the way to cultivate that X factor, because as somebody who wants to be successful, I am successful. The uh, person that wants to manifest all of my desires, I study success. I study people who have done it. I study the greats. And why not? Success is a skill. All you have to do is learn it and then apply it. So what is the X factor? The X factor in success, in my opinion, is confidence. And where does confidence come from? There's all different ways that you can define confidence. But the way I want to describe it and the path that I want to go down is talking about confidence in terms of the way that you think. The way that you habitually think. Because here's what we know. Your thoughts determine your reality. Your reality is determined by what you think about every single day. If your thoughts lead to your emotions, and they do, and your emotions lead to your actions, and they do, and your actions lead to habits, and your habits lead to your routine, and your routine is your life, then we can say that your life is determined about uh, determined by what you think about. The average human being thinks 60 to 70,000 thoughts every single day. And if 95% of those thoughts are the same thoughts that you were thinking yesterday, can we agree you're going through the same emotions every day? Can we agree you're doing the same actions every day? Same habits, same routines. That's your life. So if you want to change your life, your routine, your habits, your actions, your emotions, we have to start at the root, which is your thoughts. So I learned a lot about this through the books Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. So if you're familiar with those works, fantastic. You'll probably be able to pick up a lot about what I'm saying if you read those books. And if you haven't, well, what are you waiting for? So today I'm going to introduce somebody you might not have heard of. His name is Neville Goddard, and he teaches this uh, um, the way to cultivate a new thought pattern, a new concept of self in a way I've never heard before, but it hits the mark, right? Everybody touches on certain points on changing the way you think, but Neville Goddard, he really brings something very different, that very fresh. So what I want to go through is um first of all how do you change your mind 
right? We know your mind is made up of habitual ways of thinking, right? You must be transformed to you. You must transform your mind for lasting change. Be ye transformed through the renewing of your mind, right? Romans chapter 12, verse two. But how do you change your mind? So, for example, in the book, Think and Grow Rich, and I'm going to tie this in what's different between Neville Goddard and Napoleon Hill. But Think and Grow Rich, one of the things he, he suggests is this thing called auto-suggestion. It's a known fact that anything that a man consistently repeats to himself, he will eventually believe. In fact, the, the most hated man on earth also once said, if you repeat a lie loud enough and long enough, eventually people will believe them. The way that you think comes from your beliefs it comes from your concepts of co concepts of self so napoleon hill what he talks about is that through auto suggestion you can make yourself believe something and then now your actions will naturally come out of those beliefs so one of the things that he uh teaches you to repeat so you will eventually believe is this thing called the self-confidence formula. And I'm going to repeat it because I've memorized it. And I used to say this every single day until I started studying Neville Goddard. But the self-confidence formula goes like this. I know I have the ability to achieve the object of my definite purpose in life. Therefore, I demand of myself persistent, continuous action toward its attainment. And I here and now promise to render such action. I realize the dominating thoughts of my mind will eventually reproduce themselves into outward physical action and gradually transform themselves into physical reality. Therefore, I will concentrate my thoughts for 30 minutes daily upon the task of thinking of the person I intend to become. I know through the principle of auto-suggestion any desire I persistently hold in my mind will seek expression through some practical form of attaining the object. Therefore, I will devote 10 minutes daily to the development of self-confidence. So those are three paragraphs out of the five paragraph self-confidence formula. But I'm going to stop right there because N Napoleon Hill is absolutely right, right? The dominating thoughts in my mind will eventually reproduce themselves. They will. They will reproduce themselves into outward physical action. Therefore, I will concentrate my thoughts for 30 minutes daily upon the task of thinking of the person I intend to become. Now, when I started studying Neville Goddard, this is the slight difference where I think Neville Goddard hits the mark better than Napoleon Hill. What Neville Goddard teaches, he teaches a, a couple things. I, I wrote down three points right now. The first point is... Don't think of who you intend to become. Think from that person. Number one. Number two, train your attention. Number three, thinking from is your concept of self. So you have to think from a new concept of self. And then number four, place your attention on the feeling of the wish fulfilled. Okay, so let's go through that again. So number one, don't think of, think from. Number two, train your attention. Number three, thinking from is your concept of self. And number four, 
place your attention, continuously place your attention on the feeling of the wish fulfilled. Now, listen, I, I literally could speak about this all day, so I'm not going to get into every single thing in this podcast. I, I'm probably going to make another podcast explaining this, but I'm going to go over what I believe is really important, which is the, the law of assumption, the difference between thinking of and thinking from, because Napoleon Hill says, I will con- says I will concentrate my thoughts for 30 minutes daily upon the task of thinking of thinking of the person I intend to become. But the problem there is that thinking of is separation because you're not thinking from it. If you're not thinking from it, you're not being it. You're thinking of it. That means you are somebody else looking at the person you intend to become. But whenever Goddard says through the law of assumption, thinking from the person you intend to become has way more transformative power because you're thinking out of a new concept of your, of self. There's actually um, this thing in neuroscience that says brain cells or brain yeah brain cells that no longer fire together no longer wire together. So the more you consistently live out of a new concept of self, the more you're training your brain, you're conditioning your brain to act like that normally, and you forget the old person that you used to be. So that's where it leads to number two, which is training your attention. And I actually have the book right here. I'm going to read a little excerpt that I... um, Then I highlighted and he says, when you are able to control the movements of your attention in the subjective world, meaning your mind, you can modify or alter your life as you please. But this control cannot be achieved if you allow your attention to be attracted constantly from without. So what is leading your attention and a great thing to point at is social media. Right when you're on Instagram or YouTube or Facebook, I don't know how much for you, but for me is definitely steals my attention. And what is it doing for me? What thoughts is it making me think about? What feelings is it invoking in me? Because we we know that those thoughts and those feelings are going to lead to action or inaction toward my goal. So I need to take subjective control of my of my attention each day. Set yourself the task of deliberately withdrawing your attention from the objective world and focusing it subjectively. In other words, concentrate those thoughts, uh, concentrate on those thoughts or moods which you deliberately determine. So it's one thing to think from a new concept of self. But if you know, as I know, that eventually these old habits of thoughts are going to come back. The environment is going to take your attention. So you have, you must train your attention to hold on this new concept of self because any assumption that you persist in will harden into a fact. And then before you know it, you start acting like a successful person. You will start acting like a confident person. It's a, uh, another way of saying fake it till you make it. So number three, thinking from is your concept of self. Concepts, here's another excerpt from Neville Goddard's book. Concepts determine the route that your attention follows. So we want to train our attention, right? 
when you're thinking from something, when you're thinking out of a new concept of self, you're, you are going to be um, in your mind paying attention to things that you wouldn't normally pay attention to. And I, I encourage you to actually try this. Uh, think of an ideal that you would like to be, it's, uh, you know, the a more confident version of yourself, um, somebody that is extroverted, um, something even opposite of you and just kind of meditate a little bit and actually believe you are that person and then just assume you are that person and then watch how your attention, watch where your attention goes. That's actually what he says. So. Here is a good test to prove this fact. Assume the feeling of your wish fulfilled and observe the route your attention follows. You will observe that as long as you remain faithful to your assumption, so long will your attention be confronted with images clearly related to that assumption. For example, if you assume that you have a wonderful business, you will notice how in your imagination your attention is focused on incident after incident relating to that assumption. Friends congratulate you, tell you how lucky you are. Others are envious and critical. From from there, your attention goes to larger offices, bigger bank balances, and many other similarly similarly related events. Persistence in this assumption will result in actually experiencing, in fact, that which you have assumed. And that's really the point of this. The point of this is to create a new life, right? Assuming that you want something better, you want to do something more incredible. You you must understand that if it's meant to be, it's up to you, right? Or you can tell yourself, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. Nobody is coming to give you what you want. There's nobody that you can elect into a presidential office, into a seat of power. There's nobody you can marry that's going to give you what you want, give you the body you want, the finances you want. The only person that's going to get it or not get it is you. And when you completely understand that you are responsible for getting wherever you want to go, then it's easy to make the decision, okay, I need to make some changes. I need to focus on myself. I need to change this concept of myself. I need to change my identity, the way I look at myself. Because all of this is related to how you think. You think out of your concept of self. 60 to 70,000 thoughts the average person thinks. And 95% of them are the same thoughts as yesterday. Are you going to continue living your life the same way? Every single day, thinking the same way? Doing the same things? Hanging around the same people? Isn't the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result? I mean, come on. So there's work that has to be done, but here's the good news. It can be done. It's already been done. The information is available. You got to apply it. So I'm super excited about this because Neville Goddard explains how to control your thoughts in a way that I've never really, you know, um, heard before. And just imagine the way that I think about this stuff, like a bunch of dots in my mind. And I've read a lot of different books, but Neville Goddard came and took all the dots and just connected all of them. 
And I was like, oh, that makes total sense. Now, I will say this. If you're, if you're very religious, you might not agree with some of the things that um, Neville Goddard talks about because he brings the Bible into it. But hey, if you can eat the chicken and spit out the bone, you know, by all means, use information to transform you. It's better to drink uh, a good drink from your enemy than poison drink from your friend. Right. Now, what does that mean? Just because your friend's giving you a drink doesn't mean it's good for you. Just because an enemy is giving you a drink doesn't mean it's not necessarily bad for you. The real key is check the drink. Check the information and see if it's something that you can actually apply in your life because prejudice can stop you from winning. Prejudging. <laughs> All right. I think I rambled enough. I hope at least 75% of what I said made sense and it could be in a value to, to you because it's definitely extremely valuable to me. With that being said, until next time. Take care. Bye-bye.